Well, we just heard from Simon Wilde and we talked about uh, Paul Daffy and Paul Daffy's been good enough to join us today. A very emotional day, as we said, for the family because I'm sure there'll be a lot of positive words that are, are said about John Patrick Daffy, who passed at age 90. He was getting close to his 91st birthday and it'll be standing room only, I'm sure. And uh, joining us, Paul Daffy. How are you, Paul? Yeah, good, thanks, Steve. Yeah, has, had he been battling ill health for some period of time, your dad, John? Uh, um, he'd been um, pretty much able to do whatever he wanted right up until the last six weeks where um, yeah, his body started to let him down, but he was still not you know, 100% mentally there, um, still happy to argue and tell you what was going wrong with the world, what needed to be fixed and handing out advice to anyone that wanted to listen. I tell my dad not to watch the news because he gets too aggro about it. Uh, my father's the same. He reads the paper every morning and uh, complains and criticises everything that's in it from the front page to the back. I hope I don't get start doing that myself. <laughs> I'll be a little worried. Yeah, but just with your dad, tell me a bit about his history. Uh, Simon was saying he's the mayor of Warrnambool there. Uh, yeah, he served on the council in Warrnambool. He was the mayor. Um, like, he was president of the Greyhound Club here. He um, worked as a bookies clerk, like, to help ends meet, you know, because we're such a big family. Um, he volunteered at St Vinnie's for 50 years, Um if there was a committee on in town or anyone that needed help, he was there. Um, helped to raise money for that many different organisations. And he was a bail justice. He was on the cemetery trust. Um, yeah, he was on that many different committees. It was unreal. Like it would have had to have been at least 20 committees he served on in his life. And had to feed a lot of children. Yeah, there was um, nine kids in the family. And even in the early days when there was like four or five kids, they still even fostered other kids. Um, to help others in the community, like they really gave back to the community. And Warrnambool, you mentioned he was a bookies clerk. Of course, obviously that's where Jared got involved. Ah, uh, yeah, very early age. I think Jared was sixteen when he got his first bookies uh, clerk's license, and that was a special license they handed out to him to work at the dogs. So, yeah. Any of the others follow suit in the family? Get involved in that sort of industry? I did it for a few years with Dad when he was working um, in a state, but um, I had an interest in football and actually being on the other side of the bag, not holding the bag. So I pursued that side of it. One brother's right into Speedway, the sprint cars, and the other brothers were involved in football quite heavily. Yeah. Well, this horse, um, he's got everyone excited at the moment, and you've got a share. Lucky you. Plenty of ammo. Yeah, it's... Um, I worked with uh, Bill as a dental technician, so I've known Simon since he was about five years old, um, and we're great family friends and had at least 20 horses or more with Simon, um, and it's great to finally have one that uh, looks like it could go all the way and hopefully group success. You don't see that very often. Was that your money yesterday, $1.40 into $1.18? I'm not that silly. Odds on, look on. <laughs> but you can understand it was just the ratings experts. Once they did all the data, she, they just thought she'd just win easily, and that's what she did. Uh, yeah, but I, I was talking to Simon after the race and 99% of the races run once she comes out of the gates. It is that nervous beforehand to everything that they've been through, Simon, the staff, um, the work that they've put into her. Um, yeah, 99% of the race is before the gates open and once she comes out of the gates, the job's done. Yeah, he talked about some of those key people involved in those barrier problems to try and sort her out. I, I just said, you know, you wonder if that was in, in some sort of way a blessing to give her more time to mature, you know, um, now. Yeah with, yeah, with fillies, it's always, like Simon's not one for racing two-year-olds. Um, a lot of his fillies don't race till they're four. Um, he likes to mature, fill out, um, and definitely 
I think it pays off in the long run and you look at the fillies that are performing in the stable at the present time, you know, that's the proof's in the pudding. And Paul, you mentioned that you work with uh, Simon's dad, Bill. He had some terrific horses and you're still, are you still involved in the dental business yourself? Uh, yes, yes, I work in the dental industry still as a dental technician. Which area are you in? Uh, so I make false teeth, mouth guards, all removable appliances. All right, well, hopefully I don't, I don't need to call on you at any no. stage. <laughs> no. Yeah. Look, exciting times. As I said, it's a difficult day for the family. And as I said, uh, no doubt, whereabouts is the service today for, for your dad, uh, John Patrick? At St. Joseph's Church. Yeah. Um, dad went there at 8 o'clock mass every Sunday. Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks for coming on. And as I said, we'll talk in the future, um, you know, when things settle down about this mare. And, you know, hopefully she keeps winning races for you. Yeah, hopefully she's um, Simon's got all the manners sorted out and um, yeah, said that they're wrapping in cotton wool and making sure everything's going well with her. And um, I'm just uh, relieved for Simon too that she's um, she's turned the corner and showing the abilities that she's got. Yeah. Did your dad have any favourite horses along the way or any good punting stories? Uh, dad wasn't much of a punter. He um, he definitely watched and whatever. Um, Mum was probably had a few favourite trainers. I think Mum used to sit at home, and if the pink and grey was going around, she was definitely watching or listening on the radio. Um, but yeah, Dad's not much of a punter. A couple of dollars each way if you give him a tip for something at eight to one or nine to one. But he definitely wouldn't have taken the dollar twenty yesterday. Gee, Jared would have drove drove him mad. Then talking about horses and betting odds all the time. Yes, yeah. It's uh, I quite enjoy talking to Jared and, and the different stories of what people do and how they gamble and. The, um, the mathematical side of it more than I got a tip. I think the mathematical side is definitely what I'm more interested in as well. Yeah. It sounds like you came from very humble beginnings and, you know, where it was tough in the early days financially and things like that. Definitely, yeah. Um, like the five boys used to share the, share the same bedroom. Yeah. I remember we used to, I used to have to share the bath water. We used to have, I think, I don't know if you remember, Condi's Crystals where the water used to turn purple. Um, yeah. We used to have to share the bath water and all that sort of stuff. It definitely makes you want to strive and um, makes you appreciate when you do achieve. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks, Dave. Many might say good karma, Paul, that you've got a really good horse on your hands in the shape of plenty of MO. But, yes, we're thinking of the Daffy family today with John Patrick, who passed at 90 years of age. Our 91st birthday was coming up and... Obviously, he had a wonderful innings, and he's done a great job to bring up all those children and, and Margaret, who passed, uh, nine kids, five boys, and, and the three sisters uh, in the family there. Or four sisters. Four sisters, of course. We lost one uh, some years ago.